Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am the Clydesdale and I'm your host. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. Hi. What's going on guys? Another week, another round table. So and I'm first here. Thing, oh, and Charlie is here. Yes. <laughs> your beautiful face. Mm-hmm. Pull out the confetti. Me, 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 me. All right, so first thing we have to do is thank our sponsor, RX Smart Gear. Uh, they are amazing. They have been so awesome to us through the years, or through the years, like we've been around that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are in our second year, so we are years now. It's plural. Uh, but anyway, I want to let you guys know we've been talking about hashtag 10 a, 10 a day, the challenge that RX Smart Gear is, Smart Gear is going to do. And next week, we'll have Dave Newman, the owner and founder of RX Smart Gear, on the podcast to explain what 10 a day is and what that's going to do and who it's going to benefit and all of that. So I'll reserve that for next week. Uh, but definitely check it out. You'll probably see it on their social media if you follow them, uh, which you should because they're the best jump rope company in the business. And hey, if you like something you see, make sure you use that Clydesdale 15, all caps, to get 15% off at checkout. Um, that includes everything but new releases and special editions. Make sure you send us your questions if you have questions that you want us to talk about with Dave. Mm, good point. Yeah, we'd love to do that. He loves to, to give technique pointers, stuff like that. So we'll see. All right, so not as busy of a week this week, so we can kind of chill and relax and kind of expand on what we think. Uh, so the first thing up, the U.S. Trials. Loudon Live's um, online event. Um, if you remember back to Matt O'Keefe's episode, he discussed what this was all about. And really, they wanted to have a fun competition for people to be able to join. But in addition to that, they wanted to test some software. So what many of you may not know is that our very own Kat Shear was one of the judges of the US trials. Um, yes. And so she got a behind the scenes look at kind of everything. And we now know who the winners are because they broadcasted it live over the weekend. So let's start with Kat and just kind of what she saw from behind the scenes. Yeah, so um, not only were the judges roles to look at movement standards, but we also were counting reps. And the night before they broadcast, we were basically all hands on deck doing QC of how they put all the videos together to make sure that it was all synced up because they had commentary overlaid, they had scoreboard settings the whole time up the, up the top. Um, and it was, it was interesting to see sort of how it all came about. But as a judge, we literally had to sit and click our mouse every time there was a rep, um, you know, completed by those athletes so that when they rebroadcast, those counters were all in sync and you weren't, you know, looking at someone and not having it update correctly. You know how annoying that is when I think it was maybe Mayhem Classic had a little issue with that, I think, in the beginning where, you know, that wasn't working right. So there were a lot of a lot of technical support going on behind the scenes. I can't imagine, you know, how much went into trying to make it great. But um, the hardest part for me, aside from that, was when we were doing the QC the night before, everything was sort of on a path and we couldn't, you couldn't like rewind or pause. You just had to like 
watch the whole thing. And if anything was wrong, you had to sort of make notes. Then if you wanted to go back and look at it again, you had to kind of start over again and do it again. Mm -hmm. So it was just, you know, it was just a lot of work. Um, and I did very little of that, but, you know, had some free time Friday night and reached out to my leads and said like, Hey, do you need help? Um, the hardest part for me was knowing who won and not being able to talk about it. Um, yeah it tested my secret keeping ability and I passed with flying colors. So I hereby am very trustworthy with insider information now. So you can tell me anything. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool, you know, sort of having that insider's view, um, a lot of work went into it and I thought it turned out really, really well, really well. I will say I got a lot of people sort of hemming and hawing about standards maybe which you'll always get when people you know this one wasn't going down and she didn't walk her out and blah 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 i can tell you that penalties were assessed for for things and what would happen is it would sort of you you might see rep counting happening but at the very end like maybe the person that was in first place like as soon as it was finished you saw the leaderboard that person wasn't in first place because they got assessed penalties and that was sort of the only way to sort of describe it because even though you see judges in screen sometimes for those videos those were people just counting reps and making sure those weren't loud live people those were just the athletes people you know helping them to keep everything in track so i think there was a little bit confusion there where people thought there were actually like judges on site from loud and loud, loud and live and that was not the case um, we did all of our judging online so it's hard you can't you have to be in sync with what they're doing so people can watch and get a feel for what's happening but you have to do what's right and assess those penalties at the end of the day too. So maybe someone that you thought was winning in one screen, the next shot you look and they're like in third place because they lost reps. It was because of a penalty that was applied. Yeah. I think with all the people trying this online endeavor, we're getting a lot of best practices. Um, I don't think we've hit the home run with everything yet, but maybe if we take a little bit of this and a little bit of that, uh, we can get to a point where it's, something really, really cool. You know, we had Rogue last year who really did an amazing job, uh, but the timing around the world, you had Cara Saunders working out in the middle of the night. Um, and when they went full screen with all the athletes, you could barely see an athlete doing a movement. Um, then you had phase one of the games where you didn't see anything. You just, they just came on and said, well, here's your winner. And maybe a couple highlights, if you're lucky, if that video got uploaded in time. And this one, what I loved is you could eliminate boxes from your screen and only see four or only see one or only see two. Um, it was really cool. And, uh, and the commentators, you could pop up so you could see them or you could get rid of them if you just wanted to hear them. And the rep counters were really good uh, during the thing. So. Um, any other comments on the? That's just what I liked the the best too. Just as far as the, the being a spectator is being able to have it all, you know, have everybody on my screen. But then, oh, I can click on this one and highlight that one and watch that one more closely. So I just thought that was that was really neat. And like you were saying, if we can keep taking little pieces of this and that, you know, I think eventually we're going to smooth it out and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, and I really liked like if you watched the leaderboard and you saw who was in first and second. And you could kind of put them two up on the screen, just the two of them, and kind of see that finish uh, of the event to see who was going to win. I, I really, I thought that was amazing. And that's something we haven't seen before. And kudos to Loud and Live for, um, for finding an IT person to be able to pull that off. Um, so we also have winners. So the winners of the trials were... And this is just the U.S. trials because there were four regions around the world. I guess we're kind of U.S. focused because that's where we live. But our, the, the United States trials were um, Emily Rolfe and Colton Mertens. Yeah, and those, they, they actually, that was, that was the world final that we saw last weekend. That was, oh, okay. That was it because Emily's from Canada, actually. So that was, that was everybody. All the people from all the different continents, the, the – Latin America and, yeah, um, that's and the silly, Spanish I, trials were all together. Yeah, there yeah. were Russian athletes and yeah, yeah. I, that yeah, Germany. Yeah, so I should have known. Yeah, that was that's my okay. bad. Um, but yeah, uh, so they both won. 
And both of them are kind of like coming on the scene, right? Uh, Emily Rolfe has qualified in 19, just nearly missed in 20 um, because of COVID. If COVID wasn't around, she probably would have made the games. Um, and Colton Mertens, like he blew up at the, uh, at the Rogue Invitational yeah. and did really well. Uh, so he's kind of coming on and he's been around for a couple of years, but kind of making a name for himself. And it was a good opportunity for them to get some exposure uh, and kind of get their names out there again. Yeah, it was Emily. Emily was, has been training in her parking garage. <laughs> so that was actually, she did a couple of the events there. So yeah, she's, COVID's really hit Canada. It seems like harder in terms of the lockdowns and things like that. And Colton, I don't know if you met him, but I met Colton at, uh, at Mayhem. He was at Mayhem oh, yeah. and had a really good showing at Mayhem. And that's how, when he and I started chatting. Yeah, I, I didn't meet him there. I did see him. I watched him perform mm -hmm. and he, you know. Super nice kid. Did really well. So, well, that is the U.S. trials, unless anybody else has something to say. I liked how they, they I guess it's becoming a trend. They, they changed the commentators uh, at different times during the day. So you had uh, Grundler and Chase Ingram for part of it. You had Tommy and Sean for part of it. Um, and so they kind of mixed it up a little bit, which was, which was nice. You get a different, you don't hear the same stories that way. Yeah, you know, you and, get a little and, bit different. and Mike and Noah did a lot of the other play-by-play, um, -play, and they are typically um, floor announcers for, for CrossFit. So if you didn't recognize them necessarily, you probably recognize their voices because we hear them all the time in the microphone when they're on the floor. Yeah, very cool. All right, so the next thing is uh, another loud and live announcement, and that is that Wadapalooza is canceled for the 2021 season. And I think in the reality of it is, is there's a new plan for Wadapalooza and they needed to move back to January. And there's, there's no way to do that um, this year. I mean, we're in January, there was no way to pull it off. And if they would have left it where it was, it would have been in the middle of the quarterfinal, semifinal kind of deal. And you don't want to take away from that. So I think they just decided to cancel and move it to January, which means it will not be one of the partner um, sanctionals that will hold the semifinals, right? Semi, yeah, semifinals. Um, right. You won't you won't punch your ticket to the games in, in right. that competition. It'll just have its own prize purse and an appeal. And who wants to go to Miami in May anyway? Really? Right. I mean, outside. <laughs> not me. I need air conditioning. No, I I'd happily go in January. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if the situation with COVID were a little different, I think they would have figured out a way to make it work. But I just think with everything so uncertain, I think, you know, Matt O'Keefe made a good call to say, like, let's just, you know, scrap it this year. Let's work on getting it back to where it was. Um, that's what they know how to do. And that's what they're, you know, the environment that they're used to. I think it's going to be awesome. I think what's not being said is important as well. There were no announcements made for Granite Games. There were no announcements made for West Coast Classic. No, um, and, or, yeah. and so those may be partner events. For sure. Uh, and so because they said Wadapalooza and not the others, that, that kind of leads you to believe that they, there's a good possibility that They're they'll be part of the system. Yeah, and, they, and those might have to be online, right? I mean, we're still talking about the possibility of that being online and Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, they might have to be, but there's also talk about, I heard somebody saying um, that that last chance qualifier that happens in July, you know, there's some talk about it being maybe the West Coast Classic being that just because it's such an iconic place and how that would be really cool to bring everybody there. I've also heard people saying, well, hmm, Granite Games would be a good place for to do that too, because where it's centrally located, you know, globally, whatever, you know, in the middle of the U.S. and, and whatnot. So it'll be, it, like I said, it's fun to sort of predict, try and predict. Um, and it'll be, you know, equally exciting when some of these announcements start to come out. We can start planning our trips. And I did, I did hear too that there is a possibility that some of them will be online and some will not. Yeah. That they're not, it's not going to be all or nothing in yeah. the areas well, where they can hold it live, they'll hold it live. Right, like Australia. You know, Australia will probably be okay to have a live competition come, 
you know, April, May, June, just because they're way ahead of the curve, you know, on all this COVID stuff, it seems like. Yeah. I, I know in Ohio, like I saw the numbers today, they're cut, they're about half, maybe even a third of what they were a month ago, the cases. So it is dropping. Maybe that's a sign that we're, we're kind of getting out of it. Um, but who knows? Too soon to say, but fun to, fun to predict. Right. And, and, you know, we've heard the rumor that there, there's a possibility of what they're calling the triple crown, which is rogue Dubai, Dubai. and Wadapalooza. Yeah. And if someone wins all three, they win like a mega prize purse uh, for that. So uh, moving Wadapalooza to January makes sense. If that's still the case as well. Maybe triple prize winner will get unlimited invites to the CrossFit games forever. That'd be cool. Mm. Like yeah. the masters. What about masters? Is that what you said? Like the masters. Yeah. Oh, like the masters. When the exactly. masters, you get to come whenever. Yeah. yeah I, um, they, that was talked about on the Sevon, Matt, Josh, whatever they're going to call that podcast, uh, when they had the, the invites for past champions. Yeah, back and before why, they next it. Yeah. yeah, and why it changed. And, Is that yeah. a podcast or a YouTube? I, I think it's supposed to be both. They're calling it a podcast. Mm. Um, I just watch it on YouTube because that's what I, I, I'd rather watch than listen. Same. Although their technology is not what I would say is the best. <laughs> They're getting there. It's, it's raw. It's, you know, that's, a, that's part of the appeal, I think. Yeah. But yeah, th their discussions get really, uh, most of it is not CrossFit. Um, but it was really good. But we don't need to divert into that as of yet. Um, so then also, um, I just was kind of pondering this and wanted to pose this question to you guys is that, the affiliate cup is changing dramatically and the rule book has stated that you must work out the majority of your time at the gym that you are representing. And I saw a little thing in the morning chalk up where they said you have all these like training camps now that because you don't have to name your four until the quarterfinals, that there could be an unfair advantage if say CrossFit New England, all those people worked out and they could use the scores for their, their affiliate cup. Or uh, I, I can't remember, remember the name of the one in Vegas with like Bethany and Danielle and, mm. and Carrie. Uh, there was just a pondering of that gym is going to have all those scores because you don't have to declare individual or team until the quarterfinals. Yeah, I wonder if they'll all, but I guess it depends on if they decide to um, affiliate with CrossFit New England too, right? Because those those athletes that are going to be considered for the CrossFit Games have to record their they have to record their videos and submit them anyway. So they don't have. Uh, do they have to be done an affiliate? I think maybe this year that's different, and maybe they do have to be. They do have to be affiliated. Because so, you remember, we've gotten CrossFit athletes that have been unaffiliated before that have gone to the games. Right. Sorry, Aim, what's up? I was just going to say, just want to throw this out. I remember back uh, in March that uh, CrossFit New England said that they were going to de-affiliate. De <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think all that's changed now. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there, that uh, all those that... Now, I think a lot of people also came out and said that right away, but didn't actually go through with actually de-affiliating. I think a lot of people changed their names and to fitness and all this stuff, but that would be something I'd be curious about. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's a brilliant tactic for CrossFit to make the rule be, you have to be an affiliate to yeah. qualify, right? Yeah, uh, I, know, I, ju I just was pondering it because I was listening to um, Tommy and Sean talk about their two early predictions and Ben's new academy, uh, which we talked about briefly last week. Um, but there was more detail because Tommy actually did a story on it for Morning Chalk Up. So he had some behind the scenes information. They're actually building an addition for this academy onto CrossFit New England, where that will be where those athletes work out. 
and and there are caps. He has different divisions. There's an elite division, meaning you have to have been a top 10 games person to be able to be in that. Then there's like the up and comers and you have to be a certain age. And then there's going to be a team division. Um, and there's all these criteria that you have to meet to be able to be accepted into uh, the CFNE or the Comp Train Competitors Academy. Interesting. Hmm. But it's, um, but yeah, it just was thrown out there. Like, you know, Mayhem has all these athletes now coming in. Do their scores count for Mayhem? You know, Vegas and all of that. So I, I like the idea they're going back to affiliates uh, because it gives affiliates a chance to represent instead of super teams. Right. right. You know, yeah. For a while, when we started the open at shred, we would look at the leaderboard to see where we were in comparison to other gyms in Columbus or, and then once the super teams came, we stopped kind of doing that. Cause there was no shot. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what caliber of teams actually show up at the games, too. I mean, I know we talk about all, you know, the possibility of having these elite athletes helping the team qualify, but when push comes to shove, they've got to put four people out there, and they're not going to be, the, you know, necessarily maybe those elite athletes that are going individual. So, like, what kind of teams are they going to come up with, and how strong are they going to be? Yeah, you know Mayhem's going to have a strong team because people will move there. Um it's just going to be interesting to see if anybody else does the same thing, even though they lost what in 16 to OC or the one in Minnesota. Oh, great. Was, no. Brute um, strength. Brute strength. Mm -mm. No. Um, Timberwolf. No. Um, damn. Yeah, I was it just was the one that. with the, I can't remember. With anyway. Adrian Conway. Adrian Conway. Who was that? Was on that team. I'm telling you, it's brute. Okay. It wasn't brute. Mm -mm. I'm I'm sure it wasn't brute. Hold on, games. What year are we talking about? I think it's isn't 16 when Rich lost. 16. No, 17. I was. It was the year I was there. They came in second. Wasatch CrossFit. Wasatch. And there are no athletes listed under that team, so I can't tell you who was on it. But yeah, they broke up right after, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as a team. So they didn't come back the next year. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they beat they beat Rich that year. I'll never forget the look on Rich's face when he was oh, on the yeah. podium. Yep. And that was Matt Hewitt was on the team, right? Was it Matt and Ellie and Lindy? Yes. Because uh, that was the forty-person year. We said, what year was that? 17, did we say? 17. Was it four person? That was Darren. Yeah, that was that the was Darren. Darren, him, China. Isn't that funny? I don't know. I and just remember Christy? one year. No, it was the Rich, shorter girl, Christy. I remember one year Rich was yeah, so the, mad, mad Kristen. at Matt. Yes. Kristen, not Miller, but the one before, Reverett, Reverett, Rev. Refit. Yes. Refit, yeah. Kristen Refit or Kelly Refit? Kristen. Yeah, we're, we're, we're killing it right now. We need to let's do our go. research, so let's move on from this topic because yeah, we've right. done our research. But anyway, I'm it's excited about the affiliate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm excited about the affiliate cup. Can't wait to see what it's going to look like this year. Uh, and ho and I, I heard rumor that their quarterfinals are going to happen on a different day or different weekend than the individual. So it gives us geeks a little bit more to kind of watch and, yeah. and see what's going on. All right, 2017, CrossFit Mayhem Freedom. Rich, Matt, Tasia, Lindy, boom. 17? 17. Tasia didn't come in until 18. She was injured in 17. All right, you know what? What they lost? Oh, you're right, Kelly. Kristen. Kristen, <laughs> I was right. Yes. I Googled too quickly. I Googled and then looked at the first headline I saw. That's dangerous, kiddos. Don't do that. So it's Lindy, Kristen, Rich, and Matt. No, it was, it was not Darren. Darren. It was Darren. Darren. 
<laughs> so I was right. I was right about him both. Hearing. Oh my gosh. Record this down. And it was Lauren Neal. Was it Lauren Neal? That was 15. She was the alternate okay. in 16. All right. You clearly know your mayhem stuff better than I do. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Yeah, let's go, let's go with a question that Kat posed to us on a text oh, yeah. this week. So, um, so one of the things that, that we heard from our guest on Monday was the cool thing about the trials was they couldn't leaderboard. The leaderboard was closed. Nobody could see it. You just did your workout, submitted it, and you waited until this weekend to find out who won. So Kat posed to us on a text, how cool would it be if CrossFit closed the leaderboard so people couldn't game it during the, the open. open? Yeah. Yeah. How many times would they redo the workout or not redo it? Right. Or drop out after a certain week or two, if, yeah. you know, if, if they're, it's not meeting their needs and, you know, they have no chance mathematically. And there's so much leaderboarding that happens. It. I feel like that should be just be taken out of the equation and it should just be a sport because you can, you know, I mean, obviously your performance is your performance, but there's a lot of strategy that goes into the leaderboarding and how you repeat workouts and when, and, and all that kind of stuff. It would just be interesting for it to be a little more pure where totally. here's your score. I have no idea. And if, you know, if they, maybe if they wanted to release it, I don't know, like halfway through, maybe after the third event or something, just to like give people a chance. But I love the fact that it's only three weeks anyway. So just yeah. keep it up for three weeks, do your thing and, and wait until the end to see how you do. I would love that. Yeah. I mean, you know, people in your own gyms are going to compare because they're going to know, but. Right. But, but you can overall, still, like it gives people yeah. a lot to chew on after the fact. You don't have to be doing it while you're doing it. I don't know. I just think it would be cool. Probably not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be tough on people like us because after the week, we wouldn't know who's where or who's what. So what do you talk about? Oh, you um, mean in terms of like reporting on it? Yeah. Right. Um, and I think it would be impossible on the judging. Well, and you'd get all those elite people would probably talk to each other anyway. Yeah. yeah some it's, of them. it's getting the judging done <laughs> to, to make sure that that people met the standards and the penalties are issued timely. And mm -hmm. like the turnaround from Monday to Thursday is not much. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. So, yeah, we'll see. Just a and I, I think it's a great concept and I wish there was a way they could do it, but I, I'm with you. I don't think it's going to happen, mm -hmm. but it, it's a cool thought to think if we could yeah. pull it off. I like thinking thoughts. Mm -hmm yeah i just think like taking the pressure for just you know your average joe athlete not having the pressure of it i think would also be nice mm -hmm. you know yeah it and if you could do a thing like the trials did where you took the top 10 finishers that's what i mean and, in each and week that a thing. yep and had a thing like week one here's your winner mm, week yeah, two that Again, a lot of work and probably not, but yeah, that would be super cool. If they could do that once a week. Yeah. And it, it would be more transparent because you know your video is going to be broadcast. Right. Yep. So are you going to take uh, the footage from clear across the gym with an iPhone 5? <laughs> or <laughs> For your handstand push-up standards? Right. Well, and that helps with the whole equipment standard piece too, right? Which makes a huge difference. You think about some of those workouts, like the toe to bar ring uh, rowing one where people would literally like jump off the bar right on the rower, you know, yeah. and row and you have other people that, you know, set it up. That, those transitions when, you, when you've got a 20 minute AMRAP or whatever that was, makes a huge difference. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited to just see. How, how it all pans out when when the open was a direct qualifier that's when it really meant should have been happening true you know now that we have a quarterfinal and a and a semifinal it's going to weed out a lot of those people but um it just sucks for those people on the fringe who their goal is one of those who yeah. just miss it because of gamers um yeah 
All right. So um, that's pretty much it for the news of the week. Um, like I said, it's been a light week. So I'm uh, going to catch up with the crew a little bit. And uh, first thing on our agenda to catch up with the crew is we have a little spat going. There, yep, we sure do. <laughs> Charlie and I are fighting. And we started fighting last week. And I thought we had made up and thought we had come to an understanding. But it was And Kat and I feel like mom and dad. Yeah, it was clear and evident that it did not get resolved. And it was so bad that um, last week I faced time Charlie um, just to not talk to him and give him the silent treatment. So he answered and I said, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm just making you answer this phone. I'm going to stand here and stare at you because I'm giving you the silent treatment. And she did it. And it wasn't awkward at all. That's awesome. <laughs> I felt her staring through my soul. Yeah. But it's not my fault. See, what had happened was the bus had skid outside and then there was the snow and then the ice. So he's been the using the same excuse about my, I, my alarm isn't going off and I just can't fathom and rationalize how as an adult that can keep happening. Let's, let's, let's talk about this lady called Karen for a second. Yeah, that, see. She does not Karen. allow you... And alarms also are like, we don't like Karen. So no, not today. And for not those today, of you who Karen. don't know and can't tell, Charlie is not a tall man. That's not true. Well, let's explain <laughs> to everyone the, the genesis of this, this not talking. It's okay. Charlie's not showing up for class. Yep. Right? Is that? That's correct. And even when I preemptively talk to him the night before and say, hey, you're going to show up, right? Yep, yep, yep. Going to be there. Nope, doesn't show. And then Charlie, when you say Karen, you're speaking of the workout, Karen, correct? 50 wall balls. 150. 150. Oh, see? See, I don't even know. 50 is even too much. Wall balls. <laughs> I don't want to do 50. Listen, there's a lot of time in class, like, and there's classes all day. I, I don't want to interrupt all the other classes doing 150 wall balls for three days. Yeah. So anyways, this spat started last week. Again, I thought we resolved it and then it, it reoccurred today. And so on our text string with the, the four of us, there would be some messages that, you know, if somebody could tell Charlie what? X, let's Y, Z. Get, let's just get, let's get down to the nitty gritty of it. Okay. You lost at the nutrition challenge and you're still I mad that Scott and I are winners we're still waiting for something. I don't know. Uh, Scott, what is it that we're waiting on? It's, I, I can't it's supposed remember. to be a TikTok from the two of them. Right. Yeah. Well, right. if you recall, we were planning a retreat in the fall to get together. And then the pandemic just swelled and continued. And so that never happened. So Amy and I have not been together mm -hmm. to do anything. That sounds like my excuses. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. Uh, first of all, we can do one. We can do a duet. Okay. Oh, that's good idea. We'll talk offline. We'll do that. Uh, maybe we just need to do another nutrition challenge to get Charlie's butt in the gym because we get activity points, right? We do. I think it's time. I think I if think we did another one, Amy and I would 100% kick your ass. Just saying that right now. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm down. And you know what? Oh, you know what? We'll bet. Karen. Something that you won't pay. Losers have to do Karen. Losers have to do Karen. I like it. You got. You won't do it. Well, Amy will never get to sleep. We're good there. Well, maybe we switch it up a little bit. And won't drink wine. Yeah, we can. We can switch up our. We can switch it up. We can. You know, we can make it. So, bottom line, it's on. So they lost. Now they want to switch up the point system. Well, just it's okay. I, mean, I think the point system favored you guys. We can time. adapt. Listen, whatever you guys need to help you, whatever crutch you need. I think let maybe let's let some of our viewers weigh in on what some of the things for points could be. I'm in a nutrition challenge now at the at one of the boxes that I'm training at, and they are doing a point for no booze, no soda. A point for meal all your meals prepared at home so like no takeout no now if you get like a meal service like a meal delivery service that's different but you you know not no takeout no going out to restaurants that kind no of thing. door dash no, no door dash 
Um, if you get like trifecta, you're okay. Is sleep and water. Yeah, if you get, yeah. yeah, like that kind of stuff is okay. Um, but it's super simple and it's on like Wattify Rise. I might even be able to, we might even be able to get ours on that platform maybe and just do it that way. We'll see. But what happens if we just get a sponsor to send us meals? <laughs> that would be amazing. That then, would be then that would be a very even playing field. It would be. Just saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds like it's on. Yeah, it is. Figure out and what you so guys are going to have to do. Listeners, leave a comment either on YouTube or DM me at Clydesdale Fitness and Friends on Instagram. Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends with suggestions for point, the point system. And we will take those into account and we will start a nutrition challenge in February. February 1st. So February 1st. Let's do it. You know, what I think we should add to is maybe we add some kind of giveaway. If you pick the winners, we pick <laughs> whoever the winner is and we have a little, uh, a little giveaway. I like I like where you're I like where you're going with that. Yeah. Give away some merch. Some merch. Okay. Yeah. After I after I did do Karen today, I was I literally had Karen cough and I was like, they're gonna think I have COVID at work. Mm. So I immediately had to text and say, listen, I'm coughing today. It is one hundred percent related to working out and not COVID. All right, so let's check in with each other. How's everybody doing? Let's start with. I'm Kat. doing great. I'll start. Oh. You're doing oh, great. Wow. Let's. Can I'm we do like great. a little round thing? Like, did everyone who who worked out today? No. See. <laughs> See, I'll shut you up, Charlie. Um, Amy, <laughs> you worked out today. You did, Karen. I did, Karen, and some tempo front squats. Okay, I worked out today. I did five rounds of forty lunges. Oh, you're going to pay for lunges, that. 30 sit-ups, 10 calories on the assault bike, and 10 uh, kettlebell deadlifts. Nice. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, I've canceled all plans for Thursday. Today's Tuesday, by the way. I've canceled yeah. all plans for Thursday because yeah. I'm going to yep. be able to walk. Nope. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a two-day sore person, too. Yeah. Lunges get me every time. I, every time I do them, they hurt so bad, I think to myself, I need to train lunges more. I never do. They're so effective. Yeah, I know. Really good. I did not, but I'm uh, ready for my nine o'clock Zumba class. So, Take oh, you're that. doing a Zumba class? That's tonight. right. How's those creep fierce abs doing? Day three. Wait, what's today? Tuesday. Day two. <laughs> On repeat. Scott, how are your uh, how are your legs doing? Uh, so I went to the doctor this morning, and um, my big wound on my left leg. They took a picture of so I could see it because it's kind of on the back of my leg. And there's a big island in the middle of my wound. It's a skin island. Yep, and really good, right? just like a moat around it. Mm -hmm. So that's huge. The right leg, the right leg is the little one. And it's just surface. It's just waiting for it to finally close up. And it's, that could be any day now. When you say your other leg is the island with the moat and you say it's huge, you mean huge like in a good way? The the island is big. The oh, the skin, island is huge. Okay. The island of skin is big. Oh, good. Okay. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's getting a lot better. But I did have an infection last week uh, mm -hmm. again, but this one was, um, what do I want to say? It, it, it was um, sensitive to the antibiotic orally, so I didn't have to go back on the... Oh, good. Pick so you line. didn't have to pick line. Awesome. I um I started a new client today at CrossFit Clarity who just had gastric sleeve surgery and is looking to lose over a hundred pounds. So we are going to be working together like three days a week and uh, taking a look at it. There's not much I can do with her nutrition. She's on a pretty strict like yeah. crazy 800 calorie day you know diet um, through her surgeon. But, um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. She's, she's came to me today and she said, I want to look like I lift weights. And I was like, yeah, yeah let's go. I'm so, I'm super excited about that. 
Yeah, so that's that's probably my big news. You know, just like your client, um, I'm trying to get back into a nutrition groove. Um, and after like doing some counseling and stuff, um, I realized that this problem's bigger than just what I can handle on my own. And so I hired a nutrition coach. Nice. Good yeah. for you. And you guys may know her. Mm-hmm. She was our guest on Monday. Uh, I hired, hired Cheryl Nasso uh, nice. to be my nutrition coach. And we've talked the last couple of days and it has been so cool because she just understands. And it's yeah. been, um, I knew when we talked to her, when we interviewed her, because that we actually interviewed her last week, that she would be the right fit by what she's had to overcome. Because I've, I, don't, I don't think I've disclosed this, but I was actually diagnosed with an eating disorder, not from a, an undereating like Cheryl, but from an overeating. Mm-hmm. And she's gone through that herself. And so from a psych, psychiatric point of view, she understands uh, and a mental point of view. So it's been awesome. And she watched my documentary today and oh, then okay. sent me a voice memo. Mm-hmm. And it got me like I was in tears. Uh, it, it it erased or I would play it for you. It was so awesome and so motivating. And she was in tears after watching it. Um, and she's just fired up to help me. And so I'm going to share that journey on here as we're doing our nutrition challenge and all that. And I can't wait to I can't wait to get fully started with her. That's awesome. Let's go. Let's go. go. That's right. Charlie, how's, how are things other than uh, missing your alarm clock? And uh... That's it. feel great. I'm ready to start training, ready to beat this uh, challenge now that we're started to go. Yeah, anybody Tuesday. have any good kid updates? Any fun kid stories? Just that I, I think I said it last time, but Nathan got into another school. He got into Miami University, and so he's still waiting on his first choice, but he's got some good options, and he got a scholarship oh. academic, so good, good news. That's awesome. You did not mention that before. That happened before we were recording with somebody. Oh, that's so. right. It happened at right when we were recording, and I was like, yeah. yeah. Good for you. Awesome. Yeah. That's very my, cool. My, my kid update's a little not great. Uh-oh. Um so it's my daughter opted out this semester to stay home, save some money. Um, kind of the logical decision, which we were really proud of her for making. It was kind of the adult decision to make. Um, she had to go to Athens yesterday uh, to take care of some stuff and really got sad about not being on campus this semester. And then she had her first day of classes today. And one of the teachers, this is what I don't get about colleges, right? They give the the students the option to opt out. Yet this teacher's telling her that he wants her in person down there as much as possible. That's, that's a two hour drive. Yeah. And when you say opt out, you don't mean she's like opting out of class. She's just doing a hybrid, like an online version. She's doing an online version of classes. So when she went last semester, the only thing she went to the building for was a lab. Mm. Everything else she did in her dorm room on a computer. So we were like, why are we paying all of this room and board for her to sit in a room and do the classes online anyway? And she made, like I said, she made the adult decision to do it from home this semester. Um, And then this teacher's kind of messing it up and, and it's one, it's in her major. So she has to have it to move on to other things. And so we're just trying to figure that out today, but. That stinks. We're, we're battling with, my daughter just went back to school last week for the first time since March. Um, And she was sort of apprehensive, kind of didn't want to go. She's, she's sort of in a groove right now, you know, with classes and doing her thing and, you know, she's got ADHD, so she's been on medicine, uh, just recently diagnosed as a 15-year-old. So, you know, something she's been dealing with all her life, but hasn't really been diagnosed, obviously, until now. But, you know, she's in a good rhythm and everything else, so she didn't want to go back. And then my son, who, of course, is a senior and like knows where he's going to school, he's on this, 
baseball training schedule now where like sleep's really important, workout times are really important, his diet's really important, the schools at lunch suck. Um, you know, it's like French toast sticks and tater tots. And he's like, mom, I can't. So he's actually asking to stay home. <laughs> and he's like two days a week at home and two days a week in school. So I'm dealing with both of them, trying to figure out like what the right thing to do for them is. And I think February is like the new semester. So I have a feeling they're both gonna just stay home. Uh, I think it's good for my daughter to stay in that schedule and just be a little more regimented and scheduled um, and not have the distractions of, you know, all the distractions that are COVID in school right now, because it's not, it's still not ideal. Um, and for him, you know, he's on this, he gets to eat 4,000 calories a day. I'm not kidding, 4,000 calories a day. So like eating for him is a full-time like endeavor. I mean, like every two hours, a kid's got to eat something. And it's usually like we're cooking, you know, steak and chicken and rice. And so I think they're both gonna be home for a little bit until, you know, the world goes back to normal, which hopefully is sooner than later, but that's kind of what we're dealing with. How about your kids, Charlie? What's so I'm on the other side. I've got a seven-year-old who's got his first wiggly tooth. And so he says to me today, can we tie a string around it and a football and you pull it out that way? I said, let's go. <laughs> so we haven't done it yet, but it's happening. Awesome. Not quite yeah. wiggly enough for that, but maybe I'll video it see what yeah happens. for sure that'd be awesome i think that's an excellent idea yes that's that is fun. so cool oh, i miss those days <laughs> anything else big in anybody's life no well, we covered it awesome all right then let's get to our silly questions so the first one is other than a family member who was your hero growing up? Let's start with Amy, because I have a guess of what this is going to be. Oh, do you? Does my sweater or cardigan give you a hint? Oh, did you change your shoes when you walked in? Oh, I could change my shoes when I come in. <laughs> da, 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 Mr. Rogers. And, and why? He's still my and why? Because, okay, well, I don't know if I can articulate it as the as a child, but I can just say now that he was a true pioneer when it came to early childhood and knowing children. And so he is still my hero when it comes to that. But I think just as a, a child, he was just somebody who was was so caring. And if you go back and you watch like the old stuff and you're like, when you watch it now as an adult, you're like, it was so slow. But all of that was so intentional. It was all 100% intentional. It was to allow space for children to think and to process. And it wasn't about, let me show you this bright and shiny thing and go really fast. But it was all super intentional. So I just felt that he like would look into your eyes and he was looking just at you. So that's mine. Awesome. And because of Amy, I have watched the documentary. I have watched <laughs> the movie. Um, and he's a Pittsburgher, so gotta love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Charlie, what you got? I would say mine was Muhammad Ali, um, for not only as an athlete, but as a person in general, um, just going beyond himself, you know, he could have done any number of things and made all kinds of money, but um, you know, his, his values and beliefs were more than, than that. And I think it's a lot of people now see these athletes doing all this stuff and he was kind of the pioneer in that. So, yeah. Have you been to the Muhammad Ali museum? I have a long time ago. I need to go back. It is, um, it is phenomenal. Yeah. He was, it's, it's amazing. His, his life is, it was fantastic. And it was like I said, a, a great athlete. Yeah, that's a great pick. Maybe not a great husband, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Can't be perfect. All right, Kat. So this is a hard one. Um, I don't really recall growing up having, like, besides family members, right, sort of up there in terms of wanting to emulate or, or looking up to. 
So I just sort of went with the first thing that came to mind when, when, when this came across the group text earlier today, and it's super not as meaningful or deep as, as the two that were just mentioned. Um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. She's I, uh, I, Linda Carter, you know, Linda like Carter, Linda. Wonder Woman. Um, mm -hmm. The Invisible Plane, the lasso, the little, the, the, the bracelets. Um, she was just a badass. My question now is, if she could fly, why did she ride an invisible plane? Yeah, it was it, it photographed well. It's probably easier to simulate simulate than uh, than flying on television, is my guess. I, I really thought you were going to go with some famous ballerina or. Well, I thought about that. <laughs> so there is one. There is one that I had in mind, but like she ended up being like a complete cokehead. So like, it, not really the Listen. greatest example of. Um, ballerinas, but yes, that would have been uh, that would have been my choice. And her first name is Gelsey, and I've always wanted to name. If I had a daughter, I wanted to name my daughter Gelsey, G E L S E Y, and it was a hard veto from Chris, <laughs> my husband, that like you will not. Um, and I've even suggested that we name one of our dogs Gelsey at the time. You know, we have a female dog, and that has also gotten a hard veto from the rest of the family. So. Mm. Yeah. It was not meant to be. Well, mine was Walter Payton. Mm -hmm. uh, he is why I am a Chicago Bears fan. And um, just like Muhammad Ali, not the best husband in the world. Um, <laughs> but he was so good to kids, uh, so good with charity stuff. Um, practical joker. Um and just like a great guy. And, and one of the best books I've ever read is his, autobiogra his autobiography that he wrote on his deathbed, um, which is, uh, it's called Never Die Easy. And it's just one of the best books I've ever read. And uh, in Pennsylvania, where I grew up, the winters are way worse than they are here in Ohio. And we would have so much snow that we had a front drive and when we would shovel it, it would make a mound that was like four, five, six feet tall. And so Walter Payton was known for jumping over the, the line to get into the end zone. And I, as a kid, I would run and dive up over these snow piles into the yard um, to emulate Walter Payton. Uh, and I, I did that like every day for five years uh, as a kid. Um, so much fun, so many good memories but That's sweet. he's mine. And then the next thing is, um, I got this off the internet. Uh, it is, what is the one thing you would stand in line for a really long time for? And let's start with Kat this time. Well, I have done this before um, in a different setting. Um, I would stand in line to watch Baryshnikov dance. Um, and like to get to meet him, I guess too, you know, kind of thing. I was thinking of my experiences with D Disney princesses as a young mother of young children and standing in line for hours and hours and hours to meet Sleeping Beauty and Aurora and all, all those people. So yeah, I would stand in line to see him for sure. And for those who don't remember, go back to episode 11 and you'll know that Kat was a ballerina <laughs> as yeah. a child. And that is, that, that is why. Um, Amy. I would stand in a really long line to get a COVID vaccine so this shit will get over. Oh, good one. You probably will end up staying in a very long line to get a COVID <laughs> vaccine to make all this shit over. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm all in. Hashtag science. Okay. That is definitely outside the box, uh, but I like it. Okay. Charlie? Um, I was going to cheat and go off of our last question and say, uh, actually see a fight in person. Uh, probably the thriller in Manila, but um, so yeah, so I was just going off of our last question. And that was Foreman Ali, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah, that was a good one. And if you go to the Muhammad Ali Museum, you can watch those fights. They have every fight he fought. Um, on a different TV screen all through the, the one area. So it's pretty cool. You can kind of watch it. But I have a second now that I'm thinking about it and it's gotta be slap boxing. Slap boxing. 
<laughs> oh I mean, what, what are we doing? What kind of episode is this without slap fighting? Let's go. You want to throw you in a what? Tyson fight while you're at it? <laughs> Why? You know what would be better if Mike Tyson would get into slap fighting? He's not ready. He's not ready. <laughs> he can't handle this. All right. So for me growing up, it's, it was always concerts like that. And back in, in my day, you had to stand in line to get tickets, like camp out for hours. Um, and I remember like the first time I saw you two camped out. Uh, so yeah, it, it would have to be something in the music vein. Now today you can kind of just like super click on the computer, hoping to get into the Ticketmaster thing. Um, but even when you get the tickets, you get to the venue, you generally you're standing in line for a very long time to get into your seat. Um, so yeah, it would be a concert or an event like that. Uh, my wife and I went to see Jim Gaffigan a couple of years ago and we had to stand in line for gosh, like an hour and a half to get in to the theater. So, uh, yeah, those are, those are the things I like to do or like a really good food. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like waiting for a table at a really good restaurant. I would do yeah. that too, probably. All right. So next week's guest, uh, we recorded this last Thursday and so excited, so excited that we got her on the show. Um, we will be releasing Annie Sakamoto on Monday at 11 a.m. One of the CrossFit OGs. And she was awesome. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, her CrossFit life started with Greg Glassman at his gym. Mm -hmm. She worked for Greg. She managed his gym. And so she has a really good insight to the man who created CrossFit. And, um, and we talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and the workout Annie is, that's Annie. It's not Annie Thor's daughter. For all of you newer CrossFit fans, it's Annie Sakamoto. <laughs> yep. And you'll love her reaction to her workout. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's also one of the original Nasty Girls. If you've heard, well, there's a workout Nasty Girls that has ha appeared at different games events. Um, it was her, Eva T, and... Nicole Carroll, and they were the original three nasty girls. And we talk about that as well. Um, so great episode. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, it'll be out Monday morning. And, you know, I, I thought the world of Annie Thor stutter before Thor stutter. Now you got me yeah. saying it. Annie Sakamoto before we did the interview and my opinion of her just went up even a couple more notches after. So really excited about that one. Absolutely. All right. So, best thing from the internet. Let's go Charlie first. Nope, don't go me. Oh my gosh, there, there wasn't another, like, quarterfinals of slap fighting? Not this week. Uh, all right, so Amy. Okay, so it might have been the week before, but I'll, go, I'll be picking it. So, make Watts great again. John Woolley had COVID. And if you watched any of his updates, like his stories, he, he was giving updates about what it was like going through COVID. And I, I loved it. I'm, I'm sorry that he had to go through COVID, but his updates were funny and entertaining and also real, like they were very real and raw. But the thing I thought was the funniest is he literally hates the assault bike. And he comments all the time about how terrible the assault bike is. He said on there, if something happens to him, please send his uh, ex-wife his assault bike, which just made me laugh. I just thought it was really funny. So that just, that just brought some, some bright spot to, um, to adding CrossFit and, and where we are in the world right now. So. Amy, I think that was your favorite thing from the internet last week. No, it was? Yeah. It was. So you have time to think of another one. So, <laughs> so th that's what happens when, that's what happens, Mike Tyson, when you, um, take, yeah. when you have 742 jobs a week. Right. True. Yeah. And still show up and work out. Okay. Maybe should have slept in. You wouldn't, you would remember that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I'll give you one for next week. Kat, <laughs> Kat you got, got an original? I do, I do <laughs> yeah. So I get um, a weekend briefing, like a news update, you know, in my, in my inbox. And I was scrolling through it um, this weekend. And I sh they, they talked about a story about a man named Frank Miller from Texas. He's a retired civil engineer. And he used to play baseball. And he's 74 years old now. And he had just finished reading a book about pitching. And he was going through the house and like practicing like the different grips and everything else. And it had been, you know, decades since he'd thrown a baseball. Um, but he wanted to have a catch. And his wife didn't feel comfortable, you know, wasn't going to have a catch with him. So she put out a call on social media. It was like Facebook or something and said, it was on a, sorry, it was on next door. You know, that annoying mm -hmm. app called next door where people complain about dogs barking and, you know, they saw a fox, what should they do? Um, so she asked if people would come and have a catch with her, with her husband. And it became like this huge thing. They all met at a park and there were like 20 people and there were like kids from a local baseball team, from a high school team. There were like old coaches and all these people. And for like 30 minutes, they all had a catch with each other, a baseball catch. And it was just a time to sort of forget about all the crap that was going on. Um, in the world. Nobody knew, you know, what political affiliation everybody was. Everyone was just out there having a catch. And I just thought that was a really sweet story. Um, and, you know, I'm a baseball mom, so it's, it, it made it even better, but it was just a really cool. So you get good. to be, you get to be the sappy one this week. There you go. See, Yeah. it was nice. And there was a local reporter that like, you know, reported on it, the story and how cool was that? So I loved it. Charlie, you got some yet? You go. I use one a year or two that you're going to use. Amy, what do you got? Okay. Try not to be political. I'm just saying that tomorrow an inauguration happens. But what the thing that I was loving is that um, Biden has a rescue dog and there's all these memes talking about um, inauguration. So they were talking oh. about how there's going to be a, a dog now at the White House, a rescue dog. So there we go. All right. So since Charlie didn't go, I, I will do two. Uh, my first one is uh, the Matt, Sevon Josh podcast. Um, it's two episodes in. Dave Castro does not believe it'll make five. Um, and it is phenomenal. And they don't talk about CrossFit a whole lot. Um, this week's episode, I thought the most fascinating part was Sev on top talking about when he was homeless mm. and that it was kind of like, it was a decision he made to be homeless and that he didn't want to be connected to things. And so, um, and then he got a job and saved up all of his money, not for a place to live or not for whatever, but for a software so that he could become the man he is today and do all this film work and all this editing and all, all that kind of stuff. And the other fascinating part was they were talking about the journey to winning the games, like Matt winning the games and Matt talking about getting the blues like three days after winning because it's gone. Like you win and three days later you have the blues and Sevon won a film festival and said the same thing happened to him. He won the film festival. And then three days later, you're like, well, now what? Like it's over. So you have to enjoy the ride because the victory is so fleeting. And if you would have told me that the, the topics of conversation would be things like this with these three guys, I would have called you a liar before it came out and it is really, really good. And if you have not checked it out, you should, um, they do it. They just do a great job and they bust each other's balls a lot, which is pretty funny. That's the fun part. Yeah. They're doing it once a week too. I think every Wednesday. Um, yeah. now Matt's in Aruba right now, or, or I think this week he's not going to be on, but, uh, he said in episode one, he'd be back for this one Oh, okay. uh, that, that it was a five day vacation or something. Okay. Um, but who knows? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. And then for Charlie, um, 
I have started the show Succession. Uh, it's an, on HBO Max. Uh, it is about a rich family who the um, patriarch gets sick and there's kind of like, who's going to take over? Well, then the patriarch recovers and he says, none of you are, I'm taking it back over. And it's this, um, it's just a dark look at family life in a rich family and that it is, it is just awful. Um, but th they take pieces of different things in history and kind of add them in um, that happened to famous families in the past. I don't know if they did that consciously or unconsciously, but it's, it's really kind of cool how they do that. And I just started season two um, and season one was great. You got to get a couple episodes in to kind of get the vibe of it. But once it, it hits and starts running, it's really good. Is there anybody in it that we know? Uh, new people. Not new people, um, but they, they weren't ever really stars of anything. Okay. Uh, so Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, the best friend, Cam. Mm. He's in it. Okay. Um, so like stars like that. You kind of, exactly you've seen before. That's exactly how I described him too. I don't know his real name, but. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we all be that guy. Oh, it's that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. he's in that and thing. I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off on Monday. It was on TV. I watch it a lot. I love that movie. It's a good movie. So, well, that's, that's it. Uh, we want to make sure we thank RX Mark here one more time. Uh, don't forget Dave Newman will be on next week to talk to you about the hashtag 10 a day um, and what they're doing with that. I think it's a really cool concept. Uh, there's some other jump rope challenges out there, but that, the volume in those are unreal to me. And maybe that's because I'm coming off a leg injury. Um, <laughs> but this one seems doable. And um, I'm excited about Yeah, I think about this it. one's like more accessible to everybody for sure. Um, so I'm excited to hear from Dave about that. Don't forget Clydesdale 15, all caps, 15% uh, off everything at rxmarkgear.com, except for new releases and special editions. With that. And you could win a free jump rope. If, if you, you become subscribe. a subscriber to our YouTube, YouTube Let's channel. Let's go. Yeah. So I was getting really good with the little mini clips and then um, my mom showed up into town and that fell off the radar, uh, but I'll get back to doing that this week. Um, I have the Tim Paulson mini clip almost done. Uh, I'll get that out there and then uh, a couple more. So yeah. And don't forget to like, subscribe and comment. Uh, comment on points you want us to, to have in our nutrition challenge. Comment about what who your hero was. Comment about what you would stand in line for or any of the other topics we talked about today. And uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. It all works uh, to help the algorithm expand our presence on, on social media. And so with that, we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.